1: Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Courtney Luking, Assistant Professor for Dietetics and Human Nutrition. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you for having me. Today's topic is one that I think resonates with so many parents, but we are going to talk about navigating picky eating phases. For anyone that's had little ones that kids definitely go through phases and they may love something today and they may absolutely hate it tomorrow. And my kids, for our listeners that know that are with us often, have a fairly large age gap. There's seven full years in between. And so my husband and son typically make fun of me because when our little girl was just first learning to eat, I could not get her to eat anything. And I thought she was just going to be the pickiest eater in the world. And I just, I would call her pediatrician and she's like, she's fine. She's gaining weight. And I just could not figure out like what this child was going to eat and her palate and the amount of stress that I had over it. And then one day I remember we sat down and we'd gone out to to dinner and we sat down and she started eating a chicken chimichanga. And my husband just (laughs) laughed at me and he's like, I don't think we have to worry about the child's palate.
2: She will be okay. (laughs) She is going to be
1: fine. But it's just, and you know, she did that multiple times throughout toddlerhood that, you know, one day she wouldn't eat anything at all. And the next day she would eat something crazy. Now I do feel blessed now that my kids are older is that they seem to eat almost anything. And I've always been a picky eater. And that was one thing that I was just, I didn't want him to be a picky eater. So I tried to do all the things to keep that from happening. But I just had so much stress when they were little.
2: The stress is real. And you are not alone. I, I can't count how many times we've had a meltdown because of what I put on the plate or perhaps what was not on the plate. But rest assured for you and for me and for anyone listening that children go through these phases, it happens. It, they may only want to eat one food or a certain type of food or color of food. And to your point, we call this picky eating. Sometimes we may call it fussy eating. We can even use the term called food jag.
1: Oh, wow. That's a new one. Food jag. One.
2: Food jag. Yeah. They're so, hung up on one food.
1: <laughs> what, are, what are the reasons that kiddos
2: go through these phases? You know, so this is a normal behavior. I probably should have started with that. So this is normal. It is to be expected. And it's most common between those ages of one to three. And so why do kids go through this? Well, compared to the infancy, when kids are growing at a really fast rate, their growth rate slows down as they enter this toddlerhood and preschool phase. And so they they generally need less to eat. And so they're just less interested in eating. Also, these young children, for anyone who has been around a toddler, they have a growing desire to be independent. And so choosing what or how much or even whether or not they eat is one way that they can practice that control and independence throughout the day. And one more point that I'll point out is that the kids these ages are really busy exploring the world around. This includes the new foods that you offer. And so part of that hesitancy or that pickiness that we're perceiving is really just a fear or an unknown, or just kind of like a, wait a second, this is something new. And so thinking about what's going on in their current environment, the state that we're living in now, if there's extra levels of stress, in addition to any other changes in the family dynamic or to routines, familiar is comfortable. As adults, we have our comfort foods. So it's true.
1: That's I'm definitely guilty of that. I certainly have my comfort foods. And as I was listening to you talk there, I was thinking about um, when our little girl kind of went through this and she went through this phase about fish sticks, which is not something that we would ever really have at our house. We don't do a whole lot of frozen foods, um, again, because I'm kind of a picky eater and I never really like frozen foods. I just never really had them. But um, she just kept asking for fish sticks. And I finally pieced together that daycare provided fish sticks as, as one of their uh, meals. And it's kind of, when you said the food jag or this obsession with one food, she got this obsession about fish sticks <laughs> and, you know, and it went on for a, a little while. I don't, I don't remember, but it was certainly a couple of weeks or maybe even longer than that. And then she moved on to, to something else. But is there a point that you need to get concerned about the picky eating if they're just eating all one food or,
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Again, because a lot of times we feel really stressed about this. We're worried, are they getting enough to eat or enough variety? And most more often than not, these food jads or the picky eating phases don't last long enough that it's likely to be having any sort of negative impact on a child it's likely that their behavior bothers us more than it affects oh, them. Oh, I'm certain of that. <laughs> Maybe that we're worried about that lack of variety or even frustrated about potential food waste, thinking about we've prepped something and then they're not going to eat it. Or And then there's the stress of dealing with kind of, as I call them, meltdowns. Having said that, so typically nothing to be worried about. But if you are at, ever at any point that you're concerned, and to your point that you talked about earlier – reaching out to to your pediatrician or registered dietitian, they are there to support you as the adult and the child to navigate through these phases to help get more and different types of foods on the plates.
1: So, and in thinking about the phases, and I'm thinking about my niece when she was little, she would eat whatever was put on her plate as long as she could smother it in ketchup or ranch. <laughs> Are those, you know, is that a poor behavior to encourage? Because I can, I can remember, you, you know, kind of my mom and my sister-in-law and I, we'd all just kind of sit around. We'd say, well, at least she's eating. It's getting her to eat. Is that something to, to promote to try and get little ones to eat or should we kind of stay away from, from that type thing?
2: So I think, Dips can, they don't have to be an all or none. That's where this concept of moderation comes into play. Dips can be a great kind of familiar and fun and flavorful way to introduce less familiar foods. They can be a little excessive. Sometimes they can be high in salt or sugar, things that we don't want our young kids to have a lot of. So at the end of the day, it's not an all or nothing. You you can always start with a little bit. So maybe instead of starting with smothering, you can have some on the side that they can dip. A
1: dip. dip, dip. Um, Do you have other suggestions or tips about how to work through the picky eating phases?
2: Yes. We have uh, five tips that I want to talk through. Okay, great. So the, the first is more as a reminder for us as the adult that this is normal. And there could be a variety of reasons that kids are going through the phase. Keep that in in the back of your mind. And then moving forward, make sure that you have or you create mealtime routines. Children have a variety. They're very variable, I should say, in how much they eat. It's normal normal for them to eat a lot at one meal and maybe not a lot at the next meal. And so having consistent meal and snack times each day can cut down on any random snacking that might make them less interested in eating at a mealtime, but it can also ensure that more healthy foods are being served regularly and that they can eat when they're hungry. The second tip kind of plays along with that, trying to give children a choice when possible. Again, they are wanting to kind of practice that independence. And so once you've decided when and where those meals are occurring and what types of foods and drinks are being served, the child gets to choose whether or not to eat and how much to eat.
1: And I can remember our pediatrician telling us that of just, just put it on the plate, give a variety. And, you know, eventually I I can remember specifically about sweet potatoes. And she said, you might have to put sweet potatoes on his plate 25 times, but one day he's going to taste those sweet potatoes.
2: (laughs) And he did. Yes. So persistence pays off again, because these are new. If we think about even as adults, we don't often like things the first time food or even just a new experience in life different is uncomfortable. And so realizing that it takes that what we call repeated exposure over and over. And to your point, it can take upwards of 10, 15, or even more times for a child to put a food in their mouth. And so really celebrating, one, if it was allowed to be on the plate, or maybe they played with it a little bit, or maybe they put it in their mouth and spit it out. All of these are signs of progress towards learning to like something. It is a learning process.
1: I think that's a great reminder for parents that it's a learning process for both the parent and the child.
2: Absolutely. And so that kind of ties into another tip. It's to set an example. Children pay attention to what we do as adults for better or for worse. And so if we would like them to try broccoli, then we need to demonstrate eating broccoli and enjoying it. Kind of <laughs> the fake it till you make it. principle could lie here. You could at least take a bite and talk about like, mm, this broccoli tastes And then you could fill in the blank. Maybe you added some extra seasoning to it. But then also just ensuring again that you offer that variety of foods and that you have a well-balanced meal. Again, kind of sets that expectation that this is what is here. This is what is available. This is what you have to choose from.
1: I think it's so funny, Courtney. And just remembering when my kids were little because my husband will eat almost anything. And so I would always put plenty on his plate because I am a picky eater, but I put a little bit on my plate. But then I would always point out Oh, look how much daddy enjoys whatever. Let's yes. fill in the blank. Yes. But I would always at least have some there and I would taste it and put it in my mouth just to model the behavior. But I, I would always brag on my husband for eating.
2: And that's okay too. Yes. The fact that you put it on your plate and modeled it and then highlight a enjoyment of someone who maybe enjoys it a little bit more than you. That's that's a great strategy. And then another way to get around it is, or not around it, but to help work through these phases is to get kids involved in the kitchen, no matter their age, but allowing them to peel something or to wash something or put things on their plate. This can really help them create excitement and curiosity around the meal, around the mealtime. And then that is linked with being a more adventurous eater.
1: I do. I think that's huge just for them to be able to kind of, you know, if they're old enough, see what goes in it. And even if they just stir, they feel some ownership. And when they feel ownership, then they're much more likely to try it.
2: Exactly, exactly. So things that we want to teach our children to do anyway, one day we want them to be able to prepare their own meals, right? But there's kind of a shorter term benefit that they can be more interested in perhaps trying it
1: final words of encouragement that you might have for our parents struggling with the picky eater kiddo?
2: Yes, we've hit on this a couple of times, but I'll say it again. It's to continue to provide those healthy food and drink options. Kids cannot eat what they are not served. So to say it differently, kids can only eat what we offer them and, and they may need to taste something up to 15 times before they eat it. And so serving new or previously rejected foods, um, so things that maybe they're like yuck or push it out or spit it out, offering those with more familiar or favorite foods is a way to kind of encourage them to try those different tastes or textures. And then the last word of encouragement is to give it time even if a child has been in this phase and it feels like there's no end in sight, try not to get discouraged. Again, continuing to offer those nutritious foods and demonstrating that the family or other individuals in the family are enjoying this and allowing your child or the child in your life to move at their own pace in trying new foods.
1: I think that that's such great advice to to give it time because I can just remember that I just wanted them to do it so badly but you, you, but it was just letting them come around in their own time and you know like you said it is it is a phase and they both grew out of it and as a almost tween and a teen that they they do eat i would say a very healthy well-rounded diet and not nearly as picky as an eater as their mom may be so definitely, I think that the tips that you mentioned do, do pay off. It's just having the patience of time to wait it out.
2: Yes. So take a deep breath, enjoy the ride. This too shall pass and celebrate those small victories. Excellent.
1: Thank you so much, Courtney. And I want to mention to our listeners that you've provided us with a couple links or websites that may have additional information that we will post in the show notes if they would like to go
2: back and reference. Great. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT